Well, hello, everybody, and happy Easter. And what a beautiful day it is outside, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, you could wear your Easter bonnets today. I'll keep the snowflakes out of your hair. <laughs> Who would have believed it? Shorts and uh, T-shirts yesterday, about 62, 63. <laughs> and snow pants today. <laughs> Honest to beat, I put my truck in last night because I refused, refused to brush off snow again. <laughs> now I'm going to have to when I leave here, though. <laughs> How the heck are you? Hope, hope is sitting in good. for Carly today. Yes. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for showing up at work. I appreciate it. Of course. It. And no. we are... <laughs> Live and in person uh, today, so hopefully you got some calls. Uh, that being that nobody's really going out and about at all. Still, I, I, it's like, did you ever see the old movies, The Twilight Zone, the black and white Twilight Zones? I used to watch those with my grandparents a oh, lot okay. growing up. Yeah, and I still remember a couple mm-hmm. of them where you know you're walking down the streets and there's nobody around, and then, you know I drive past Rosedale and it's like really, <laughs> it's just really, it's just it is, it's. Uh, it's a bizarre thing. Yeah. Something came across Facebook, though, that really us adults are going to remember it as a, you know, just we're over the edge type thing as far as, you know, uh, you, you know, not shaking hands, not hugging. Not, I mean, sure. how basically it seems like time has stopped. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody every day is Friday or Saturday. <laughs> there is no, oh, can't wait till Friday. Can't wait till Saturday. Right. Every day is that. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like I, I can't even yesterday I was cleaning out chicken coops and then about three times I had a. Today's Saturday, right? Or is it Sunday? Am I late? <laughs> yes, yeah, it just, it's like the, the movie Groundhog Day, too. Mm-hmm. It's like yep. you play it over and over and you're just waiting for it to, okay, we're going to get it right and bingo, everything's going to kick back into motion again. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But on Facebook, there was one where, like I said, the, the adults in this is are, you know, the, turning white and getting very long hair. But the kids are going to remember this as the time they got to spend time with their parents and actually got to know their, and their parents got to know them, you know, whereas, Oh, we went for bike rides. I learned how to ride a bike. We went for walks. We built things. We did silly things because out of boredom comes imagination. Right. And so, and we've Mm -hmm. been complaining, you know, about kids getting their nose uh, out of the bones, you know, type thing and (laughs) looking up and pay attention attention to who what's around you and so here it is it's kind of like a big slap to our head <laughs> and so now though like i said the the parents too of uh four-legged kids uh, the four-legged kids are going uh you're interrupting my day here <laughs> get out of my face yeah. i need a nap and you're not helping me <laughs> any here <laughs> you know so it's really an adjustment and that's what i want to talk about today is that we better prepare our pets for us getting back into the stride of things because otherwise there's going to be a lot of separation anxiety out there, especially with the dogs, you know, the cats, if anything was happening with the cats being kept up during the day, they're not, they're sleeping at night and sure. not bugging us, you know, sure. at night. They're like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I didn't get nearly the naps in that I normally get. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a huge thing is that we've got to start setting a routine now. As far as using the kennel, because some people are like, well, since we're home, we won't use the kennel. Okay, folks, when you leave and have to go back into the work world, you're going to need that kennel because your dog maybe is only eight months old. I don't trust a dog under two years old alone in the house. Oh, and, okay. You know, because they still got the dickens in them. The first year is the worst. <laughs> and then they, as they get aged, then they get better and then they get better. We're more trustworthy. And you never just open the kennel. And then go to work and just pray everything come back. You know, you ease them into like, let's say you're going to the neighbors for an hour, let them have freedom in the house, right. you know, for an hour, see how they do it. You ease them in because you got to look at it from the dog's point of view. 
From the dog's point of view, I have to take care of all this. This is my responsibility. That's overwhelming. A lot of people don't think it that way, but this is their dog's territory. And if you're not around, they're responsible for it. Oh, wow. So so that's why it could be very overwhelming for many personalities of dogs. Mm -hmm. And my biggest thing is that if your dog loves the kennel, keep using it. I mean, you might think, well, geez, I could use that space for something else. Well, then build something around the candle that you're satisfied with. But, <laughs> right. But it's, it's, it's worth its weight in gold if your dog is kennel happy. You know, if they have to go to the vet, they're going to be in a kennel. They're going to a groomer, they're going to have to be in a kennel. Uh, if they if you travel and you go into hotels, they have to be in kennels. And yeah. so uh, the kennel is their bedroom. It's not a jail or a, a life sentence, all right? So anyway, and you don't have any pets, do you? I don't, but my one of my best friends, um, she does her. She, it's a puppy, a golden retriever. Okay, puppy and as in how old? Less than a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but she's like, I'm home all the time with him, and mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And but she is worried. Yeah. And so that's why they what they've got to start doing is putting the dog in the kennel for a couple hours here, a couple hours okay. there, why they are at home. So the dog doesn't feel that they have to be like on their feet and in their space sure. 24-7 because all of a sudden when they're not, the dog didn't start going through separation anxiety. They mm-hmm. don't know how to handle it without you being there. Okay. And so yeah. that's why you, what you're going to do is, uh, even if you're going to be around, uh, some people... They want to put the dog in their office. No, you want the dog separate from you in another room. So they learn that they don't have to be in your immediate face and space. And then let them, if they fall asleep, let them be. But for at least a couple hours, or if you're going to go for a walk, take a walk without the dog once. So the dog gets used to you, you know, being gone without them, you know, in tow. Uh, Same thing with car rides. Sometimes go by yourself, even though I know you want to take the dog. But there's plenty of other times. But you got to start practicing Better for better, not better, lack of distance with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, but I know it's nice to have them, you know, mm-hmm. up close and personal. But like I said, this is going to bite a lot of people in the butt because there is so much um, doting. You know, over, you know, oh, come here and sit with me while I type, you know, or, right. <laughs> oh, I'm on my conference call. Come and sit with me. And you just, yeah, yeah you just can't go there. You've got to try to keep some normal because this isn't forever that, you know, we're going to get back into the, the beat again and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll be sooner than later. But uh, I remember Trump saying that, you know, he wanted things to open up by Easter. Well, here we are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, now we're shooting for May 1st. And, you know, I don't have, I haven't had uh, classes at Katie's Canine since March 14th. And so it's been, I, I go into the school, I'm just kind of like, hello, yeah, hello. but I am doing phone consults where you oh, can call, it's $35, okay. and go to my website by, go to mytalk1071.com and go to my show page and you can get on my website and you just pay PayPal. But what it is, is that, you know, for people that are had gotten the puppy and the potty training isn't going well, or uh, there's a couple of things, you know, my pup growled at me. And so, well, so then, you know, so I can help people. You don't always have to have a visual of it. I can help mm. people over the phone. And, and it's, it's not like, okay, you got, you know, 35 bucks and then, okay, 10 minutes up, bye. <laughs> Uh, the other, uh, yeah, the other day I was on for an hour and a half for a consult for an hour and a half. I yeah, think that's and, great. Yeah, and so the whole thing is until we you got a we got a plan and you feel comfortable, and then too if the, then let's say we hang up and you're like oh call back it doesn't cost you anything more so that's I'm trying to work with the economy the way it is yeah too. that's really nice you know so that we just got to all work together here that's yes. that's what we got we got to do so hopefully you're having a good Easter dinner we didn't have anything we had a nice Easter breakfast but we didn't have an Easter dinner. 
Uh, I was going to make a steak on the grill yesterday since it was so beautiful out. Oh, it just darned on me. I forgot to put my grill in the garage. No, oh, well. oh, well. it's getting snowed. <laughs> oh, well. What can I say? It'll melt. No, I know. <laughs> it just, I just can't get over the I know. The difference, you know, uh, for between yesterday and today. I mean, yesterday was so beautiful because there was no wind. So I got all my paperwork burnt and that, uh, cause I don't, I don't put it in the garbage. I'm amazed at how many people sit down and either shred it. But I know that people don't have capabilities of having a, you know, burning papers. I just do it in my little fire pit, you yep. know, type thing. So, but a lot of people take it, peel off or cut out their information. And it's just like, that seems, well, if you don't have nothing better to do, go for it. But, <laughs> um, I've got a lot of stuff down. I'm finding stuff. You won't believe, this is really sad. Uh, in my, it's in the bathroom is a linen closet. Technically you call it a linen closet, but it's a, you know, you, you got your towels, you got your sheets, you got your toilet paper, you got, you know, your makeup, you know, different shelves for different things. But anyway, so I'm cleaning out the very bottom, which I apparently have not done for a while. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh, I couldn't boy. believe it. Tucked to the, when you look, there's like a, a gap, you know, that goes, it, it goes in, you know, to the left. Okay. Okay. Well, I reach in there. What's in there? Uh, you ready for this? What? A four roll pack of toilet paper. <gasps> Katie, hello! Wow! Not that that I was low, I wasn't low anyway. <laughs> but I was just like, look at this. <laughs> then you want you want it ready for another topper? Uh, oh, geez, it must have been twenty years ago, and I don't remember the story behind it. And there again, you know, cleaning out the linen closet. <laughs> okay, somebody gave me, and this is the honest to God truth, and I posted it on my Katie Kane or not Katie Kane on my my personal Facebook page. It's a roll of toilet paper, but what they did is they embroidered a cow on it. All right. Okay. So there is oh. embroidered cow on this roll of toilet paper. I'm like, whoa! I wonder what this is worth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, no, it is really, it's really cool because it still is kind of wrapped in the, what do you want to call it? The, the not cellophane, but you know, like a wrapper sure. that kept it, you know, yep. in good shape. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the things I'm finding is just <laughs> like, Lucky you. yeah, isn't this just a riot? And then yeah, I, I, it's just amazing the little things that I'm, you're, 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 I'm sure everybody household is doing this. Yes. The little things that you're finding or dealing with or whatever type thing. So, oh, well, okay. I suppose we got to run here. Hey, you're going to give us a, give me a call. Give us a call uh, with your questions. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Because today is Easter, we're going to do uh, Easter trivia today. So the Easter bunny hopped on over uh, to the United States in what? 1650, 1700s, or 1750? And, you know, Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Oh, thank you for tuning into the KDK9 show. I appreciate it. I'm gonna hear be here till six o'clock today, live. So hopefully you got some questions. The phones are open, so give a holler. 651-641-1071. All right, the Easter Bunny hopped on over to the United States in 1650, 1700s or 1750s. 1750. Nope, 1700. Okay. <laughs> okay, close. Close. The Easter Bunny has long been a symbol of the Easter holiday. Through the exact origin, though the exact origin of the fluffy, long-haired mammal is unknown, History.com reports that the Americans started making nests and leaving colored eggs for a mythical rabbit in the 1700s. The traditional... The tradition started when um, German immigrants settled into the U.S., bringing with them their tradition of an egg-laying hair called Osterhaus. Osterhaus, I think. It's the O-S-T-E-R-H-A-S-E. So Osterhaus. I think that's how Germans would 
Sure. You think so? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. So uh but and there's no mention of the Easter uh the Easter bunny in the Bible. So <laughs> but uh, according to time, scholars believe that Easter orientated as an Anglo Saxon festival, uh on honoring uh, the coming of spring and the god goddess of na- named Astaire, whose sacred symbol as the hare and the egg. Right there, okay. you go. a little little trivia. There. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, you heard Jason mentioned about uh, Nutrisource pet foods. You know they have dog cat foods, and the treats are awesome. You can go pick them up, and you can um, the curbside pickup and local home delivery. You can get at Angel's Pet Ward. They're open for business. Pet stuff in Minnetonka open for business. Fido's Pantry and Excelsior open for business. Pet uh, Pet Evolution in Woodbury and Arden Hills. Urban Tales in Minneapolis. Atlas Pet Supply. Legals uh, in uh, uh, Rosemount and Hastings, Spikes Feed, uh, Elk River, Laredo, and Delano, a UFC Farm Supply in Waconia and Maple Plains, Chuck and Don's all over the Twin Cities, and Four Perfect Pets in I think it's North St. Paul or whatever. So, so curbside pickup or local home, so delivery if you want that. And curbside means that you just call ahead, and do your order, you drive up. You you can just pop your trunk. They'll put it in. You don't have to get out of your car. You know, so I mean, it's just it's really yeah. kind of yeah, it's kind of handy. So you just look. You can go to the Nutrisource uh, website, Nutri N U T R I Source Pet Foods dot com, and you can check out what you want and then you call up your local store and then put your order in and hopefully they got it they're not out of it or whatever type sure. of thing so you can go there so it's, it's pretty good curbside pickup only is at canine crossing you know bentley's wagon wash pet supply plus and there's quite a few of those around so and uh all the our sponsors here pet cremation mn dot com and Nutrisource family owned uh company in Perm, Minnesota and organic lawns by Lunseth dot com. Wanna wish your family a very happy, happy Easter. All right, we got open lines, folks, so please give a holler. Everybody wants to wait, and then, then, then all of a sudden, all these calls come in. And so trickle in, guys, because the the, yeah, then I can give you the time, and you don't have to sit on hold or anything. So hopefully you haven't sat down for Easter dinner yet, or maybe you're just finishing up. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. Now, you know, people getting uh, puppies, the big thing, now puppies is classified as a, you know, eight weekend up to about six months. That's technically a puppy. Okay. Once they get to be six months or older, then they're basically, you know, just an adult. They're not oh. adult, adult. They're just a young adult is sure. what they are. Okay. okay? <laughs> and so um, the the big thing is, is that the, you have people that are getting puppies. And we've mentioned it, and I just got to keep mentioning it, is that because we become, you know, you know, we're homebound, <laughs> the, the, it's your job to make sure that you build their confidence because, you know, they're not, we're not interacting with other people, other dogs, things like that. So even different voices, the dog is going to be, whoa, what the heck was that? Mm. So what you could do like yesterday when it was so nice, yes, <laughs> you could go take a chair and just kind of sit, you know, on your front lawn and just watch life go by, uh, uh, put music on, wear hats, wear sunglasses, wear scarves, wear jackets, you know, around the dog. So that builds confidence, like, because your silhouette is different. 
and then um, uh, set up like a mini agility course. Uh, have the dog go under a chair, under a table, throw a blanket over the chair so you kind of create a tunnel. Uh, if you got a plastic pool, uh, drag that out, throw a treat in there, and have the dog jump into the pool. Use the word in. Then when you want the dog out of the pool, out. And then you can also use that for like in the bathtub, out of the bathtub, you know, in a boat, out of a boat, in a pool, <laughs> out of a pool. And so you want to yeah. teach them words and what they mean is what it what you want to do. But it's really important between eight weeks and five and a half months, you really work on this confidence level. And the reason is, is because all of a sudden, you know, when things started opening up and, you know, people were starting to walk the paths and you now all this, the, the dogs are like, oh my goodness, the Martians have landed <laughs> because they used to avoid more of a sedentary, you know, not non, um, no consultations, no, you know, just everything is very kind of flatlined is what it is. Sure, yeah. And so that's why it's so important that people, you know, take the time and, and work on this and just use your noodle, teach tricks. Uh, the biggest thing is sounds, smells, take them out, let them, you know, go on a, a smelling fest. And then, uh, and then also work on your manners. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised. Well, we don't want to, you know, confuse the dog by starting them too early. The minute the pup lands in your house, he's learning rules and what they are and their consequences. You learn the biggest thing is potty training. But then he's also learning not to nip, not to jump, mm-hmm. you know, walk on a leash. And so those are all stuff that you want to teach. And with the internet, uh, and, and <laughs> unfortunately, I'm tech inept. You know, everybody's talking about what's that where you can put everybody up on the same screen? Zoom? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, first, but first you've got to have the capabilities of doing that. Yeah, I don't. I got a flip phone for gosh sakes. <laughs> that doesn't if you get... have a computer, you can do it. Well, I have a computer, but I don't have no... My computer is old. I oh, think it's like no about camera? 10 years. Yeah, there's no camera. Oh. I, think it's, yeah, I think it's about 10. My, my computer is about 10 years mm-hmm. old. There is no camera to it or anything like that. And so that's what I mean is that it's just kind of, yeah, I'd like to dry, like Hubbard was asking people to, uh, you know, do some things and send them. They were going to put a little video clip together, you know, send out. Okay. It's like, well, that'd be really nice. <laughs> I don't have the capabilities to do that. <laughs> so that's why, you know, people said, well, Kate, you should do something online so people can do it. I said, well, I don't have the capabilities. And right now, since I haven't had classes since mid-March, got to watch where the dollars I go. I know. It's like, <laughs> do you upgrade or not? Yeah, yeah. that's too bad. So that's why it's like, okay, but there's, a, is, but thank goodness there are other people that are technically yes. there. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, so there, just Google it, you know, dog training, but just don't go by one trainer, folks. This is the same thing when people are training gun dogs. I tell them, just don't find one dog person that trains labs, you know, because that's what you have. Right. Go and and look at them, you know, before you start training, you look at at least three different trainers on training the same thing and see number one, is, a, is it a good fit for your dog's personality? Number two, uh, obviously, is it humane? <laughs> and does it make common sense? If you say, well, why is he doing that? Then you best think about it and then see, is it, is it common sense or is, does that just doesn't mm, seem right? Yeah. Because too many people are, are just, well, my trainer said to do it. I'm going to do it. Even though, you know, in your heart, you you know, like, well, this, I know. <laughs> You're questioning it. Yes. And so that's why, good. I'm glad you questioned because one thing doesn't work for all dogs. All right. You know, every lab isn't a hard-headed lab. There's a lot of soft ones out there, too. And so, and then, uh, like, uh, all golden retrievers aren't silly. 
There's a lot of them that are just very majestic, I would say, you know, whereas stately. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's why you got to go according to what the personality of dog you Mm -hmm. have to what training techniques you use and then to what collar, training collar, you know, you should use. And we've talked this. I don't know if you've been on the show when we talked about harnesses, harnesses restrain. They don't train. I probably have heard that, but maybe not in like deep conversation with you. Yeah, because the thing is, everybody thinks they're doing the dog uh, a justice by, you know, putting a harness and not hurting them. They're not choking them. Well, the folks, if the dog is pulling on the collar, get a training collar. And so uh, because all the, the harnesses teaches the dog to pull. Because what happens, okay, okay, whether you have a Chihuahua (laughs) or a Great Dane, Mm -hmm. okay, when they start going ahead, what's your instinct is to pull it back. So then what happens if I grabbed you right now and pulled you towards me, what's your instinct to do? Is to pull the opposite way yeah. I'm pulling you. So if the dog, you're bringing the pulling the dog back to you, what happens? The dog starts pulling harder to go more forward. Mm. And so what you're doing is you're, you're not training, you're restraining. All right. All right. Okay. When you come back, we got another one here. Okay. Easter eggs. Wait a minute here. Let's see. Did it? Oh, I lost it. There it goes. Okay. Easter eggs through, um, they are a symbol of what? And if you give a, give a holler, 651 All right, that'd be me, Katie K9, open lines. This is a rarity. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. And organic lawns by Lunseth. In case you don't have a computer or it's not working right, I'm going to give you the phone number. It's 612-913-4899. Or you can, if you do have the computer going, it's organiclawnsbylunseth.com. You know, it's, you know what? Change starts with you folks to go organic. We know we got a, a lot of times looking at my, our, our lawns now. And so do it better this year. Don't use the chemicals. All right, there we go. Okay, okay, what is uh, Easter eggs were thought to be uh, symbolized what? Rebirth. Close, yep, for yeah, fertility is what it okay. is. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, you're, yep. Pretty That's close. Good. Yeah, I'm yeah. impressed. You're, you're, you're right there, kid. <laughs> so anyway. Gotta try to get at least one today. There you there go. The go. largest <laughs> Easter egg, how much, how high do you think it is? How many feet high for the largest Easter egg? Now, not one that was laid. <laughs> okay. So it's uh, one that was created. Created? Like a statue or? Uh, the, just an Easter egg. The, mm. large, the largest Easter egg. 20 feet. Close. 25 feet. Oh, wow. 25 feet, the feet tall. Totally uh, Yeah, through today, most of your Easter eggs fit well within your palm of your hand. And guess what? There has been much bigger pastel uh, chocolate flavored eggs. And so according to the history.com, the largest egg over was created and weighed over 8,000 pounds. Wow. Chocolate Easter egg, <laughs> 8,000 pounds. The best part, aside from the internal steel flame to keep it in place, the giant egg was made out of pure chocolate and marshmallow. Whoa. Or do you, what do you need? Take a chainsaw to cut that sucker 25 feet <laughs> right? tall? Holy moly. Oh, well, that's, that, that's the way it goes. It really is. All right. Okay, so it says there's no calls. Here we oh, go. Oh, we have one. Oh, do we? Yeah, we have Barb. She oh. has a question about vegan dog food. Oh, vegan dog food. There we go. Okay. Hey, Barb, how you doing? Hi, good. Happy Easter. Thank you. You too. Okay. Um, so I have a daughter who's vegan, and she thinks it's a great idea 
to feed her 14-pound Brussels Griffon vegan. Yeah, you know, that's and unfortunate. I don't think so. No, it's not. Because dogs are omnivores. They can do okay, but the dog has to have some sort of meat. Because the biggest thing is calcium for dogs. What she could do is you can send her to uh, healthy pets dot mercola dot com healthy pets dot mercola dot com and the, what it is is that that's dr karen becker the uh, holistic vet and she's done some articles on vegans and dogs okay as far as okay. is it the smart way so you know instead of you preaching to her or whatever type thing uh, but it's it, they really do not do as well on that because they're on a lot of people think they're carnivores okay no cats are carnivores dogs are omnivores because they eat what what they are eating ate <laughs> and then if right. they can't feed, find anything they will eat berries and such things like that all right and okay. so that but it's not good as a steady diet because usually what happens is they wind up having a lot of bone problems and uh such like that because they really need the calcium and then the protein that comes from meat and so tell okay. her to even though she's a believer in that to, to really read up on it for her dog you know she wants to do it here and there you know but not just a total total vegan diet. I do not agree with it. Neither does Dr. Karen Becker. Okay, good. Okay. Good. Thank you. Well, thank you. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Okay. Thanks have a great, much. have a great day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, well, yep. The lines are open. 651-641-1071. All right. Uh, now, uh, we talked about this before, but I got a couple calls again this week. The dog grabs something. Okay. And let's say it's a sock. And your knee-jerk reaction is to go for it and say, give me that. And then nine times out of ten, two things can happen. Either the dog's going to quickly swallow it or the dog is oh. going to take off and run with it. Sure. Right? Okay. So you're from here on out, when your dog has something they're not supposed to, do not, do not go towards them. What you're going to do is turn and go the opposite way. And now this is going to be, the word is going to be trade. So what you're going to do is that now you're going to practice this with your dog's toys. Give them the ball or a toy or whatever. And then what you're going to do is go trade and then uh, drop a treat. Trade, drop a treat as you're walking your way to the kitchen. Okay, now when you get to the kitchen, what you want to do is you want to keep one area where, as that's where the treats are. All right. So then you get to the that area, you get out the treat and one more trade, drop the treat. All right. So then a little bit later, you do the same thing. You give them a toy. And then what you're going to do is trade, drop a treat. Okay. Trade, drop a treat as you're walking to where you'd keep the treats. So what you're teaching the dog here is when he hears the word trade, that he's going to drop what's in his mouth and he's going to race to that area in the kitchen, you know, to get his treat. 99% of the time, they're going to drop what's in their mouth. All right. Now, never find yourself going towards the dog. Like I said, if you do your homework on this and Lord knows you got the time right now that you just do it like three times a day you know trade and then let's say the dog is uh, at the other end of the um the house just go trade and the dog's going to come whipping thinking that hey he doesn't necessarily have to have you know something in his mouth to say trade all he knows is when he hears the word trade he's going to get a treat it's a trick is what it is but it's going to help you immensely the minute that you go towards the dog when they got something in their mouth that they deem you know, high value, that if you try to get it out, that you're either going to get bit 
Okay, or what's going to happen is he's going to quickly swallow it, and that's going to be a three, four thousand dollar vet bill to open him up to get out that sock or whatever he scarfed on down. So that's why take the time now, three times every day. You're going to say the word trade, but to start out with it, you give him a ball or you know one of his toys, and then like I say, you're going to drop the treat like fairly close to him. Trade, and then he's going to oh. So when he hears the word trade, it means he's going to get a treat. But then what you after hear is that when he hears the word trade. He's going to race to that place in the kitchen knowing that he's going to get a treat there. Okay, mm. now let's say for for some weird reason he didn't drop it on his way to there. Okay, then say trade, drop the treat. And then now when he drops what's in his mouth, let's say the sock, quick step on it. Say trade one more time and flip the treat out further. Now when the dog goes, gets that treat that's farther away, now bend over and quickly pick up what he dropped out of his mouth. But the, So you're going to teach the word trade and make sure that it's exciting. Don't go... Trade. Yeah. The dog is like, well, that's really a lot of fun, ain't it? <laughs> okay, where are we at? We have Kim, and she has a question about separation anxiety from her dog. All right. Hi, Kim. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you for calling, and happy Easter. Uh, you too. Thank All right. You. So what kind of dog do you got? I have a four-year-old Shetland sheepdog, okay. male, okay. and he is the love of my life, uh-huh. and it's just him and I, yep. and he's quite attached to me. The problem is he goes crazy when I walk out the door to go somewhere without him. He's right. with me all the time, mm-hmm. but I can't take him everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he barks and barks and barks, and he spins and he yeah. runs around. Yeah. Even when I'm just getting dressed to go out somewhere, um, and so he barks real loud. Yep. I shut the door and I leave. Mm-hmm. He is not at all destructive in my home. Oh, he good. has a complete run of it. Good. But he's triggered by my leaving. And when I have company, it drives everybody crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel his distress and I worry about him because he's so... Right. He, yeah. He, you know, he, he goes over the top. So, yeah. and I've had Shelties a lot mm-hmm. all my life, mm-hmm. and you know they're very emotional. Yes. And they're very attached. <laughs> but they're very <laughs> right? smart. They're very smart. So they yeah. can set up their own routine, and then all of a sudden you've fallen into it. All right. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of things. Number one, does he follow you from room to room to room to room? Yep. Okay. Okay. What you got to do first of all, you're going to start in the house, whereas you're going to teach him a good stay. All right, start okay. working on the word stay, and then what you're eventually, he's going to be across the room from you. Let's say you're watching TV, so uh-huh. you put him in a down stay, okay, and then you sit down maybe through a commercial. Okay. Never release him without, you always have to release him by getting up and going back to him. All right. Okay. Then yep. ask him to sit. Very nice. Okay. Because the first step of this whole thing, people that say, oh, my dog follows me from room to room to room to room, that yeah. screams separation anxiety. You know, they think it is it's a compliment and it's not. It's going to really bite you in the butt. The dog yeah, has to be it. okay in another room without you. And that's what you're going to start teaching them by teaching them the word stay, that you can go out of sight, quick, come back, and eventually you can be out of sight for longer periods of time. Okay. Now, have you taught him the word place? You know, like rug, like let's say every room that you spend a lot of time in, the dog should have their own place, not just your lap or part of the couch. They should right. have their, you know, <laughs> okay. Does. Okay. So then what you're going to do is say place. 
You know, put a treat on it. You know, place, and as soon as he comes over, ask him to sit. Thank you. Then give him another treat. I'm not a treat trainer, but sometimes when you call targeting, that you want to, then eventually you phase the treats out. All right? So the thing is, is that, so then pretty soon when you can say the word place, and he's going to run to his place. Oh, very nice. Very nice. All right? Then what you're going to do, and some dogs work for toys, you know, that he can go to this place and get his toy. So Uh you find out what he works best with. Then what's going to happen is now when he's, you know, when you say place and he goes to his place or mat or whatever you want to say okay now ask him to do a down and a stay and then go across the room and then you know and slowly extend the time start out where you could be a minute away from him you know then two minutes and then five minutes and eventually what you want to work into that you could be you know away you know he could be on the other side of the room like 20 minutes away from you i mean Uh 20 you know for 20 minutes without being in your face and space and so then what's going to happen then eventually you're going to start going out of sight and then you quick come back uh-huh. And then when you come back from going on a site, you don't walk directly back to him. Maybe you come into the room, sit down for a second, then get up, and then walk over to him, ask him to sit, and then, oh, very nice, look at you. Now, because he's already over the top anyway, yeah. don't say, is it a girl or a boy? It's a boy. Okay. Don't say good boy when he's done well, because that puts him into major overload recess where he's going to jump he and spin. Really you bet. So what you're going to do is you're going to very calmly go, thank you. Very nice. Thank oh. you. Be what you want the dog to be. Don't send him into oh. overdrive. All right. Now, when people come over to your house, what you're going to do is you're going to put them on a leash and you're going to be facing east and west if the company is coming in north and south. So they walk past you uh-huh. and you're going to step on the leash about eight, ten inches from the hook. So if he tries to either spin or if he tries to jump out or start going crazy, he corrects himself. You don't say anything. You just uh-huh. stand on that leash. Okay. 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 And yeah. then once you tell everybody to go sit down in the living room or whatever and then... What's going to happen is that then uh, now when you come back in, you're going to go sit where everybody's sitting. And now, have you used a spray bottle for him? No, I haven't. I okay. have for my cat. Okay. Okay. Can you hold on a sec? We've got to run to break. And so then when sure. we come back, then we'll discuss this even more. All right. Thank you, Katie. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Eggs were gifted as a special offering as far back as the 13th century. Why? We'll be back. Thank you for sharing your Easter afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Me and Hope are here. and Hopefully you're lear- learning something here. Okay. Eggs were gifted as special offerings as far back as the 13th century. According to Time, residents in 13th century England brought Easter egg gifts to their local lords and churches as a special offering every holiday. They were dyed colors to sin- signify special meanings like red as a symbol of joy. Oh. There we go. Oh, I like that. Okay. Red is a symbol of joy. There we go. Okay. Okay. And then remember uh, to where you can get gr- serving Nutrisource is, are these great fine places. Angel Pet World, uh, Pet Stuff, Fido's Pantry, Pet Evolution, Urban Tales, Atlas Pet Supply, Flegals, Spike Feed, UFC Farm, Chuck and Downs, and Four Perfect Pets. And so remember they, uh, they're they serving all the Nutrisource products. Call ahead. And if you want to find out about the Nutrisource products, you know, made in Pura, Minnesota, family owned. 
You just go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. They're open for business. They're feeding our pets well. Also, to guys, try the freeze-dried treats and Pervita, and then try the freeze-dried, well, you know, everybody knows I love the minnows. Not me personally. (laughs) (laughs) The dogs and the cats love the freeze-dried minnows. Also, the the Nutrisource new jerky treats that are out, phenomenal. Love them, and I haven't seen a dog turn one down there. I think they come in four different flavors, if I'm not mistaken. So anyway, okay, let's head back to Kim. Hi. Hey, Kim. Okay, so now the next thing what you're going to do is that now, uh, okay, you're going to teach teach the dog the word place and then start working on your stays so okay, the dog doesn't yeah. follow you from room to room to room. Okay, mm-hmm. then what you're going to do is then, um, and see what some people do too is that dogs are going to be in pictures or going to be like in ads. The trainers teach them place or spot and they have like this round space they around disc that no matter where they place that disc the dog is supposed to go to okay when okay. they say place or die so you can because you got a shelter so smart you might yeah. want to take that whereas you know use get a, a square or a round thing and no matter where you place it you say place and then do a down and a stay and okay. you can do that like in your bathroom put it in the hallway place so the dog isn't like in your face in the bathroom uh-huh. Okay, so that's yeah. another one. So then now when you answer the door, you're going to put the dog on a leash. People are going to walk past you, not into you. And you tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch him, just walk on by. Okay, yeah. then when everybody goes and sits down, now if he starts barking, now you got to have a quiet word. Most people just say the word no. And then it's like, no what? No means 50,000 things. <laughs> so right. what you want to do is you can see they're quiet. Guilty. Yeah, or you can say enough. And you want to preface it with a ah quiet or a enough and then for the first five times you're going to say and spray as you go ah blast quiet you know okay. uh, set a stream set it on a, you know a plant mister set on stream filled with water sure. okay and then as soon yep. as he quiets even if it's for a second to say thank you very nice thank you all right and then what you're after is that then after five times you give him the ah quiet and if he doesn't now he gets a ah blast quiet all right because you want him to learn to listen to your verbal so you don't yeah. need you know the blast or you could take you know a pop can rinsed out put five pennies in it and you can shake the can ah quiet and as soon as yeah. he quiets thank you but one other thing that i want I want you to teach him is you put and this is something that you're going to practice before you have guests over put the leash on just a regular buckle collar you don't need a training collar i'll put it on this put the bulk of the leash on the seat of what you're going to sit down on and okay. sit back in the, le- in the in the chair and ignore the dog don't look at him don't touch him don't do anything if he tries to jump into your lap turn your head sideways because a side uh profile to a dog is a calming signal okay. cross your arms and then bump forward with your arms and go ah but don't look at the dog if you give him any eye contact the dog goes ah ah, ah, ah. i made yeah, you look made you look fun. you betcha absolutely and so that's what yeah turn the turn your head sideways and if he's okay. being obnoxious Turn your head sideways, uh uh-uh, quiet, uh uh-uh, and then glance at him, uh uh-uh, you know, but sit on the leash and ignore him. Don't look at him, don't touch him. If he tries to jump in your lap, Uh head sideways, cross your arms, bump him, uh ah. Okay, and what you're after when you're sitting on the leash like this, that he, because he's not getting any reaction, anything from you, all right, Mm -hmm. now he's going to get so bored, eventually he's going to lay down and go, well, isn't this a buttload of fun? (laughs) So what you're after is to get him to learn to settle himself down by himself. So reactive to emotions. Yep. And so that's why sit on the leash and, you know, while you're reading a book, watching TV, talking on the phone, just sit on the leash and ignore him. You know, do it for a minute here, five minutes there, 10 minutes here. You know, just every once in a while. uh, So now when people come over. 
Yeah. And say you're all sitting around the kitchen table. You put the bulk of the leash on your chair and you pull your chair out just a little bit so he can't get to anybody. Uh-huh. And then you sit on the leash and ignore him. And so now you've been practicing this. So now he's like, oh, it's that thing again where she ain't going to look at me. She's not going to pet me. Can't do yeah. nothing. But yeah, so that's will really help. And so now what you're doing is you're teaching him to rather get a hold of his emotions yeah. instead of just splay them all through the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, he feeds off of anything. Right, and so from, so now you're either you use a shake can, five pennies in a, a pop can or a beer can, take okay. the top of it, shake it, yeah. ah, quiet, okay, or this blast with a hair mister set on stream, pure water on it, just blast them in the face. Okay, okay. then so now the new word is going to be quiet or enough, preface it with an ah or an a, all right? Uh-huh. Then you're going to step on the leash when people come over so he cannot. And tell people during this interim of training, please just either knock or, you know, just say, call me and say you're coming and so that I can have the leash on and be ready for you, okay? Yeah. Or you can keep it by the door so you can, before you open that door, you can put it on him and just stay, you know, stand on it. And then yeah. work on this word place uh, and so that he, and then work on the word stay because that's the whole thing is that you, you know, you got, and this is going to mentally drain him because physically he wants to get in the thick of things and wind it up. So oh, yeah. he has to really restrain himself. So you're going to see him be a lot more mentally tired and not as over the top. As long as you don't say the the word, good boy. <laughs> yeah. And I do realize that, that he feeds off of, any praise that I give him is it sends him over the top. Yep. So I have to be way so you're gonna go way and... more laid back than I have with other dogs. He's just super sensitive. Right, you're just gonna be what you want the dog to be. You just go very yeah. calm and go. Thank you, very nice. And you can yeah. give him a little tickle in the chest, and that helps him calm down. Don't okay. pet him on the top of the head. Pat, pat him in that V, you know, underneath the chin, in the chest there. Really? Give him a little tickle in there, and every dog calms down when you do that really calm and real slow. Okay. Especially your voice. Good to know. I, okay. I've never had a dog like this. Uh-huh. I've had dogs, I'm 64 years old, and have had dogs my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, got a different personality. I got him after my husband died. Okay. And so I think we have a, a bond, yep. and he... He feeds off my vulnerability, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it's just, um, it's just set the rules and follow through. And so yeah. so that he's not, he doesn't drive enough. Because Shelties in the day, they used to be, oh, they've always been a barker. Because that's all they heard. They dip oh, in, he's a, a barker. barker yeah. yeah. And, and so heard. a lot of. I have horses. He yeah, heard. okay. And see, a lot of Shelties back in the day used to be debarked because they were so obnoxious with their voice. Yes. And so, uh, yes. yep. He's one of them. But see, what well, you can get it under control, though. They're smart dogs. So you just set up the rules, set up the, you know, what yes. what is going to be your word and start teaching. And you'll, you'll be sitting, smell, you'll be smelling good. And that is what I needed is some advice from somebody like you that Yay. knows. Because, right. like, I have not. I've not encountered this before. Yep. He is he's way smarter than me and I just need to uh so you get gotta, on his level. You gotta <laughs> use him mentally. Get the book uh it's called uh Brain Teasers for Dogs, uh Sodoman, S O N D E R M A N N. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because the more you mentally drain this dog, the calmer he's gonna be. And so okay. that's why I would get the brain teasers, and neat thing about that, there's different levels to it. So uh-huh. if he masters this one now you can kick it up a notch and then kick it up a notch. Because the dogs get so smart at some of this puzzle stuff it gets boring it's like that again and so now there's this way this book teaches you how to some of these tricks are yeah, they're basically tricks but uh, but how to nick it so you keep the dog interested and you keep them mentally stimulated 
you know what? That is exactly, you're describing him. That is what he needs. Yep, and he's going to be a lot calmer, a lot calmer. Not as barky, okay? Okay. Well, you have a great Easter, and thanks for the great question. Oh, thank you, Katie, so much. I appreciate it. And be careful driving home. I'm in Wisconsin. We're still getting a lot of snow. Okay. You take care. Thank you. Okay, Americans will spend how many billions on candy? We'll be back.